Hello, I'm Sarah Archer and you're listening to episode 80 of the Speaking Club podcast. Oh, the 80s. They were my teenage years when I'd spend ages talking to myself and pretending I was speaking to a sea of avid fans. Not much has changed there then. Welcome to the Speaking Club podcast, because making them laugh is the secret sauce to your speaking, pitching and business success. And now your host, Sarah Archer. Hey, welcome to the show. This is a very special episode for me, because not only is it the 80th one. Wow, can't believe I've been doing this that long. Um, but it's the first time I'm going to be sharing the story led speaking system which underpins my first online speaking coaching program that launches tomorrow. Woohoo! Now, I've spent years performing and writing for audiences and coaching people to tell stories and use humour to fulfil their goals and dreams. And now I've poured all of that experience together into this 10-step process. But before I share those 10 steps with you, because that's what I'm going to do in this episode, I wanted to deal with a limiting belief that I hear from many people who want to become great speakers, but are worried that they aren't creative enough to come up with and deliver a presentation that will captivate an audience. So in 1999, an Israeli research team assembled 200 finalists award-winning adverts and they found that 89% of those award winners could be classified into six simple templates and that goes against everything that we probably think about what makes something creative successful we probably think that it goes against the system that it comes from some creative genius but it, it, it isn't. Basically, it comes from frameworks. And when they did that same test with 200 non-award winning ads, they found that only 2% could be classified into the same templates. And I discovered this nugget in a book called Made to Stick by Chip and Dan Heath, which is very good. I do recommend it. But what this shows is, and what I know from learning how to write and perform comedy and stories is that there is always a pattern and a system that people follow. And like in comedy, we have the threes formula, you know, which is or underpins every sort of successful joke or anything funny, really. And the hero's journey for storytelling, that's also another formula. And that's, you know, most Hollywood blockbusters and, and uh, you know, best-selling novels follow that framework. And it's the processes and the frameworks that unlock the creativity and genius that lies within us. And that's why you'll also hear so many people, including the likes of Tony Robbins, telling us to model success. Okay, so the bottom line is that if you can find a system and a process to follow, you'll be more likely to create something special, even if you're a left brainer. Cool. So it's just as well then that I've got a great system that I've created based on my own success and what has worked best with my coaching students too. What a lovely segue there. (laughs) So my my story-led speaking system for becoming a sensational speaker who creates compelling and high-impact talks does have 
10 steps. Four of them are what I call core ingredients, the core four. That I And those are what I believe you need to be a sensational speaker. And the other six steps are the process that you should go through every time you create a talk if you want it to connect with an audience and inspire them to action. So what I'm going to do in this episode is give you a quick overview of each of the 10 steps and signpost some episodes, especially around the core four, that you can dig into for more help. Uh, Yeah, and let's start with that core four then. The first one of those is mindset mastery. And in my experience, the biggest obstacle to people making progress as a public speaker is that they're trapped in what I call an about me mindset. And even though they've read all the books, maybe listen to podcasts like this one, or even do a presentation skills course, they remain stuck and never take action, either to do their first talk or maybe to try a story or a bit of humour in their talk. And what paralyses them is the fear of people judging and or rejecting them, and that arises from their own self-doubt. And they probably feel trapped in a prison of what-ifs, worrying about what might go wrong or what people might think about them. And this about-me mindset is a way of thinking about public speaking that will set you up for failure and cause you a lot of angst, frustration and wasted energy along the way. And, you know, that's what keeps you clinging to those wordy PowerPoint slides and stops you from saying yes to opportunities that could take you further towards your goals and dreams in your career, in your speaking, in your business, whatever. But if some of this is resonating with you, then don't beat yourself up because the majority of the population operates from this same mindset. And that's why the fear of public speaking is so widespread. It's grown, you know, it's a normal thing. It's grown from the evolution, you know, of us as a species and uh, that belief that in order to survive, whether it's subconscious or conscious, that we've got to remain part of the group. And speaking actually pushes us outside of the group and to the front. So the thing is that to be successful in speaking and other areas of our life, where this mindset is holding us back, we need to change it up. We need to change it from being all about me and speaking. We need it to change to be all about our message. Speakers that have a message mindset care more about the message than what the audience thinks about them. They take risks to try new things that increases their chance of growth and impact. And they are not afraid to be vulnerable and fully self-expressed. And that's why the whole story-led speaking system and particularly this mindset mastery part are designed to shift you from an about me speaker mindset to a message speaker mindset. And if you are struggling with this, then a useful episode to listen to is episode 001. The first one is all about managing negative thoughts. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Right. The next one in the core four is story mastery. And you certainly couldn't be a regular listener of this podcast and not know how important I think stories are for success in public speaking and marketing as well, actually. Well, to be honest, most areas of communication. And for a speaker, stories are a way to start the journey of transformation for your audience and also to create aha moments. And 
what I found actually quite often is that students get confused um, about what constitutes a story. And I can understand why. And that's because, in my opinion, there are two different types that we use in speaking. And for ages, I was struggling to find an easy way to explain the difference. And it wasn't until I thought about fables that things fell into place. So one type of story, the more traditional hero's journey, Hollywood blockbuster type, has to have some essential ingredients for it to resonate and have the desired impact on the audience. And the other type is much simpler, but it's stickier and designed to illustrate uh, points or problems and create aha moments. And I've now got a framework for that simple sort of fable version that I teach, which is, is helpful to differentiate between the two. However, whichever story style that you're using, there are some critical storytelling tools that you use in both, like similes and metaphors and emotional state changing language. They've got to be there, whichever type. But being able to introduce stories into your speaking is a game changer. I promise you, it'll accelerate your progress and it will make the audience so much more engaged with what you're saying. And I've done loads of episodes related to storytelling in this show, but a great place to start are probably episodes five, seven and nine. And again, I'll put some links in the show notes to those. Okay, the next member of the core four are performance tools. And these are related to your voice and movement. And when my students get to a particular point in the talk creation process, then we work on introducing these tools to choreograph the big moments. And these big moments are where we need to change state or break tension or create tension and so on. And that's why understanding the different ways you can use your voice and body as a speaker are a critical part of my system. Episodes 39 with Shelley Donovan and episode 40 with Jay Miller will be helpful if you want to dig a little deeper into both of those tools. The last of the core four, well, that's Humour 101. And with a background in stand-up comedy, again, <laughs> I think you'd be a bit surprised if I didn't talk about humour in these core ingredients. And what I found is that it often takes a little persuading for some of my students to step outside their comfort zone and include some material designed to make the audience laugh. But I know that and what I found is that it actually is the stuff that gives them the biggest buzz. Because when you hear chuckles that you've created, oh, there's nothing better, really. But now, I've got to say, as I may have told you before, aside from it giving you a buzz, there is a massive correlation between the pay and promotion prospects of executives and their sense of humour. And if you don't trust me, Harvard have got a few research papers backing this up. If you're funny, you make more money. And that is also true of speakers. Um, Have a look at the highest few numbers of TED Talks. They're the ones that have got the most funnies. You know, just Ken Robinson, anyone? But uh, the highest paid speakers, like people like John Acuff, are masters of what I call speaking humour. And by that, I mean humour that is appropriate and safe to use in a professional environment, corporate environment, family environment, just, you know, it's not what you do 
in a comedy club. It's it's a different sort of, it's the same principles, just the content is very clean. So yeah, if you can make your audience laugh, I promise you they'll enjoy your talk so much more and you'll have extra fun too. But there are rules that you need to follow. Now, great episodes for helping you with the humour are episodes 16 to 19, where you're going to hear great tips from me and some very funny guests. So that's the core four, mindset mastery, story mastery, performance tools and humour 101. And when my students first go through the story-led speaking system, I weave these core four in amongst the next six steps. They're not sort of sequential because the important thing is that they get the learning about those core four just before they're going to use it in the talk creation process. And now I want to take you through the six steps that in my humble opinion, you've got to go through each and every time you put a presentation together if you want to get results with it. First of all, you've got to develop your strategy. And my speak framework is something that I use at this point. And that is talking about the strategy, so why you're doing it, then the problem that you solve, the end point you want to get the audience to, and the audience itself, you know, think about that as well. And then all of that gets pulled together into a kernel message, which is central to the next step, which is building your talk. And it's in this step that we gather and curate, important word, curate the content the structure and the slides, and also identify any appropriate themes that we can frame the talk around before pulling it all into a script. And I deliberately use the word curate there because, as I always say, you know, having a great talk is more about what you leave out than what you put in. You can put so much stuff in, but it will dilute your message. It won't be as powerful. So you really have to think about what absolutely needs to be in there. And obviously there's frameworks that I have around creating that content and gathering that content as well. Okie doke. So the next step is to crystallize the script that you end up with after you've built your talk and the content into an overview map. And in my system, this step is actually called the heart map. And that's because that's what I call the map that I've created for my students to use. And because it gives you the opportunity to learn by and speak from the heart rather than learning every word and by memory, relying on your memory and running the risk of forgetting or breaking the connection with the audience. So it's all about building confidence in and trusting yourself that you know the structure of the talk rather than every single word. And from there, we take our talk and we identify the big moments and use those performance and humor tools to power it up. And that is what the next step is called, power up, which, you know, that's going to really make your, your talk pop. And the final two steps in the process are rehearsal and preparation. Now, as you've heard me say before, I am sure it is so important that you practice your talk to the point where you become bored with it, because it's at that point that you'll know it well enough to trust yourself on the day and sound as natural and as authentic as possible. And then lastly, there's preparation. And there are three dimensions to this. First of all, is making sure that you're mentally prepared, you're logistically prepared, and you're biologically ready to step on stage with confidence so that you can perform at your peak. 
Well, there you have it. That is my 10-step story-led system and process for becoming a sensational speaker. And I know it's been a bit of a canter through, but I hope that it can give you a bit of structure for your, you know, what skills you should develop in terms of the core four and also for pulling your talks together going forward. Now, as I'm sure you're aware, (laughs) I've been threatening to unleash my first online speaking program for quite a while now. And I'm proud to say that the beta version launches sometime tomorrow. And if you're listening in the future, that's Friday, the 9th of August, 2019. So there you go. You can actually uh, still get on the waiting list. If you're listening on the release day, it's a Thursday, then you can get on the list over at uh, thespeakingclub.com slash speaking course. And then from a mystery time tomorrow after the waiting list, people have been notified then that same uh, URL will take you to the sales page and you can have a look and find out more about the course and see if it's something for you. Excellent. Right, so that's it from me. Thank you so much for listening as ever. I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, I would love it if you'd hop on one foot in Starbucks and shout, the Speaking Club podcast is great. (laughs) That surprised you, didn't it? I get bored saying the same thing week after week too. But alternatively, if you if you don't fancy doing that, you could hop on over to iTunes and leave a rating or review because it does help the show. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I have an extra episode coming out next week. So the other thing to say is make sure you're subscribed if you don't want to miss that one. And that's it from me. You take care. Thank you again for listening. And don't forget to go grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Speaking Club podcast at www.saraharcher.co.uk.